You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. Welcome into the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley, Jake Mastriani with you after what was an exciting night of baseball at Truist Park. The Braves grab their second walk-off on this homestand, second walk-off of the year as we're still in the early going, and they win their first extra inning game to boot thanks to the first home run in a Braves uniform from Sean Murphy. A lot of things went right in a 5-4 victory over the Cincinnati Reds, and we are glad you've joined us here on the postcast. We're going to go through this win, talk about all the big things that happened, and of course get you set for Tuesday, which is going to be an important day for the Braves as well. Before we get started with all that, I want to remind you, of course, to subscribe to Locked on Sports Atlanta right here on YouTube. Click the bell to get notified. Go ahead and give us a like if you don't mind. That would be helpful as well. And make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Braves wherever you get your podcast. Jake, I think that this is one of those games that it just kind of felt like maybe just a run might uh, solve the night for the Braves, especially the way Bryce Elder was pitching. It might uh, turn into a victory, but it turned out in the end they needed quite a few runs as things didn't go exactly to plan in the late innings. But with the finish that they got, I think it's hard to really quibble about the missed opportunities prior to the 10th. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to walk off for every win they get at home this year, but it certainly makes it exciting for the fans when they do that. But yeah, I mean, you had all the emotions in this one. You kind of thought once they got those add-on runs, three to one, you felt really comfortable with AJ Minter coming into the game. Then all of a sudden, it looks like you're going to blow it and lose it, and this losing streak is going to continue. And then you get the walk off from Sean Murphy, who was player of the night. Obviously, Bryce Elder, a great start again, but what a night for Sean Murphy. What a night for the battery, I guess, overall, to your bigger point, because Bryce Elder went out there and was dealing for the Braves. He won't get the win in this game, but he is a big reason why the Braves were victorious on this night for sure. Let's jump inside the box score of this 10-inning game. Reds take the loss, dropping to 4-5 and five as they're walked off by the Braves and Sean Murphy's two-run homer in the bottom of the 10th inning. Four runs, 12 hits, no errors, seven men left on base for the Reds. Five runs on 10 hits, no errors, nine men left aboard for the Braves. They had opportunities throughout the night, and they just couldn't seem to get the big hit when they needed over the first six or so innings. Then the big hits started to come, and the Braves were able to build a lead. They just couldn't hold on to it, but they got the hit they needed in the end. The Sean Murphy homer made a winner of Dylan Lee's 1-0. Derek Law takes the loss. He didn't have to work very long for it either. He's 0-2. No save. Two hours, 47 minutes the time of game. 30,237 on a hand to see it. Let's talk a little bit about Bryce Elder, then we'll jump into Sean Murphy the night he had. And of course, what he could mean to the Braves in that cleanup spot if he's going to see some considerable at-bats there. But Bryce Elder was the opening day pitcher for the Gwinnett Stripers. He is now the only Atlanta Braves starter who has managed to throw six or more innings in each of his first two starts this year. And oh, by the way, he hasn't given up a run yet. This guy seems like he is just picking up where he left off last year to help stabilize the Braves rotation when they need him. Yeah, only Braves started to throw a complete game last year, and now the first Braves starter to get an out in the seventh inning this year. So, look, something's something's working for him. Clearly, he's figured something out here. And again, for me, it's that that sinker slider combination. You know, that sinker that's diving into righties and then away from right-handed pitchers. I think he's just mixing those two pitches good, uh, well. And then he's got you know the changeup that dives down as well. So again, I've said it all along with Bryce Selder, all of his pitches just have so much movement. If you can just trust them in the strike zone, get the weak contact as he did, you know, 88 mile per hour average exit velocity against him. That's solid. You'll take that uh, six ground ball out. So keeping the ball on the ground when they were put in play and then seven strikeouts tonight. I mean, yeah. a good bit of strikeouts 
for him as well. So again, just great stuff from Bryce Selder. I think you're seeing him kind of get past that mental hurdle that I think Schuster and Dodd are going to have to get past before they can really start to become uh, players that you trust in the rotation. But I think Bryce Selder's just continuing to get that confidence each time he goes out there, helps to have somebody like Sean Murphy yeah. behind the plate. But yeah, a great outing from Bryce Selder when the Braves absolutely needed it. Yeah, and you brought up something you kind of read my mind with, and it takes young pitchers, including Bryce Elder last year, I think, a little bit of time to really trust himself around and in the strike zone against major league hitters. Sometimes I feel like, and we talked about this with Jared Schuster, we talked about it yesterday with Dylan Dodd, maybe just trying to be a little bit too fine, maybe just making some mistakes in the strike zone. You don't want to compound it by walking a bunch of hitters. That certainly has been a problem for Schuster more so than Dodd. But be that as it may, I feel like Bryce Elder is one of the latest and greatest examples for a young Braves pitcher that comes up, learns some things at the big league level, figures it out, and then comes back and helps out the team after having to go back down to AAA last year and even being optioned down in spring this season as part of that battle for the fifth spot in rotation. I feel like that may be a spot that Bryce Elder could be holding on to for a while. We'll see how everything plays out. Of course, we have Kyle Wright rejoining the rotation on Tuesday, something we'll talk about a little bit more later. But six and a third inning, six hits, no runs, only one walk and seven strikeouts. Jake mentioned a lot of ground balls, a lot of weak contact for Bryce Elder. 12 and a third innings this year, 13 punch outs. He's allowed eight hits and four walks and has yet to be scored upon by either the Reds on this night or the Cardinals in his season debut last week. And again, the only Braves starting pitcher that's been able to go out and register back-to-back six-inning-plus starts. That's what Bryce Elder has done despite beginning his season in the minor league. So certainly an interesting trek for the Braves right-hander. We're going to talk a little bit about Sean Murphy and the Braves offense, but before we do, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Pro Baseball GM. If you download Pro Baseball GM today, it'll let you manage every aspect of a franchise, playing through the season and leading your franchise and fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty. At least that's the idea. You've got to hire the right coaches and staff, manage your team's finances, scout and draft players, deal with free agency, manage difficult personalities, injuries, all the stuff that every GM is having to do. That's what you get to do right here with Pro Baseball GM. And if you go and put uh, to Lockdown, the Lockdown Braves postcast listeners, I should say, get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON in the game store. So if you go to probaseballgm.com, scan the code, find it in the app store. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today. So Sean Murphy was the guy who made the big plays for the Braves at the plate in this game. He got him started with an RBI double. He walked it off with that two-run homer. A three-hit night for him with the three runs knocked in. We talked a little bit about Sean Murphy. I feel like people were kind of jumping on him early because he was, what, one for 10 to start his Braves career. This guy's going to hit some, Jake, and I think he showed you tonight exactly what kind of hitter that he can be. Yeah, I mean, three hits, two doubles, a big home run, obviously. I mean, the guy has some pop, a couple of hard-hit balls tonight, so it's going to come, and I think it may honestly help him being in there every day now with Travis Darno out. I think we've talked about it. I mean, beginning of the year was one day playing, one day off. I mean, it's hard to get into a rhythm. I mean, this guy played a lot for Oakland last year, whether he was catching or in the DH spot because they needed it. He was their best hitter. And I think he's just now starting to get that rhythm. He's still learning the pitching staff, which I think is still his first priority right now, coming over to the Braves, learning that pitching staff. But we're going to see the bat come along. And what a night for it to really show up. Really on this homestand, you know, started out with two hits in the first game of this homestand and now three more on Monday night to really help the Braves. And one thing I talked about on the podcast today is – 
and this is, you know, nothing, you know, doesn't take a lot of knowledge here to figure this out. They need some help in the four through seven spots yeah. in the lineup. You feel like every night, either Ronnie Olsen or Riley is going to get on base. And boy, did they tonight. Ronnie, three hits, Olsen, three walks, Riley had a hit. You feel like at least one of those guys is going to have a good night just about every time out there. But you need somebody behind them to step up and knock them in. Snicker puts Murphy in the cleanup spot, and he delivers. So that's big because that's really what's been killing this Braves offense is that four through seven in the order, not backing up those guys at the top. Yeah, it has been, and they're going to have to find the answers for that and do so without Travis Darnot, who's on the concussion IL, without Michael Harris, who has that back ailment that he's dealing with, and the fact that you've got a couple of slow starts. Eddie Rosario was back in there tonight, didn't really have a big night at the plate. We saw Marcelo Zuna late as a pinch hitter, but those two guys haven't really been factors in that mix either. But you do have Orlando Arcia, who has been a factor wherever he has hit, mostly in the bottom third of the order, started the year as the ninth-place hitter with some of these injuries. He's crept up a couple of spots. Two more hits tonight, a walk. He scored a run. He knocked another run in. All he's done with his starting shortstop job, Jake, is bat 341. And he's shown it on defense as well. There was a little bit of an injury scare, I think, when he slid into home plate. And I think he was just fine because he obviously finished the game and was able to get back out there and keep playing. But I don't think the Braves could afford another injury. So fortunately, we don't have to talk about that. But what we can talk about is the fact that Orlando Arcia seems to be in the middle of a lot of good stuff for the Braves here in the first 11 games. Yeah, I mean, what a... Two weeks now for, for Orlando Arcia. We last week we said what a week for him. He signs the extension, wins a starting shortstop job, on fire to begin the season. Had the walk off hit to start this homestand. I mean, the guy is just in an unbelievable stretch right now. He's completely locked in. Look, history tells us this may not last, at least to the level that he's hitting right now. But again, like I said, when you're needing some help towards the bottom of this order. You know, it's good to see somebody there stepping up and playing a big role and getting on base, continuing to hit the ball hard. And then that defense, which I think is what the Braves really wanted when they went with him, is just to have that sure glove and that good arm at shortstop that you can count on. And he's given that, but I don't even think the Braves could have expected what he's given offensively to them so far. And it's been great and it's been needed because of the injuries and because of that lack of production in the middle of the order. Yeah, and look, Orlando Arcia, nobody's expecting him to come out and bat 340 this year, but I do think he's capable of hitting somewhere between 260 and 275 with some power if things are going well for him, and they have gone pretty well for him in a Braves uniform. Has he reached those numbers yet? No, but I think he's also had to kind of you know get in when he can, and he got a little bit more of an opportunity and some run in 2022, filling in for Ozzy Albies. But I do think there's a little bit of upside, perhaps above and beyond what he showed early in his career with the Brewers. And the Braves believe that he has made some real offensive adjustments since coming over in that trade. And clearly, he has won the faith of the team to win that starting shortstop job. And Arcia continues to show them exactly what kind of player he can be. Ronald Acuna Jr. did a nice job of setting the table tonight. No steals, no homers, no runs scored for that matter. He was three for five, though. But it seemed like at least in that first, what, five or so innings, Jake, were the Braves ever going to get that hit to get somebody around, get somebody across and grab an early lead in this game? Yeah, I was surprised not to see Acuna running in a couple of those opportunities, especially with the way the offense was struggling. But yeah, three hits for him, three singles. I know there were a couple double plays in there behind him. But yeah, very rarely is Acuna going to have you know three singles, not score a run, and not steal a base. So again, a little surprised to see him not going. But great to see him getting those hits, continuing to hit the ball hard. Had the hardest hit ball of the night. The ball hit 111 miles an hour. So uh, certainly great 
to see him. He had four hard-hit balls. There were only mm-hmm. eight hard-hit balls by the Braves in this game, four by Acuna, two by Murphy. So, again, he's he's doing what he's been doing all season long. Hopefully that continues. And, again, he keeps getting on base like he has been. He's going to score a lot of runs. I know I believe he was tied for the National League lead coming into today. So, again, very rarely is he going to get on base that many times and not come around. Yeah, and I do believe the home runs are going to show up in bunches again. I had somebody ask me on Twitter, was I concerned about the launch angle? It's still not back up to the level that it was pre the knee injury. And, of course, in 2022, his launch angle was down significantly from what it was prior to that. And clearly, in a season with Ronald Lacuna Jr., only it's 15 home runs. You kind of wonder what's going on there. But I do think, and there was a deep drive that he had later in the game, another of those hard-hit balls for him. I think the home runs are going to show up. I think as the weather heats up as well, Ronald's going to start hitting the ball hard and it's going to start carrying and he's going to start finding those home runs. But just looking at the the dynamic play that he has made both on the bases, in the field, at the plate, the things that he is doing, I feel like Ronald Acuna Jr. is back and those numbers are certainly going to show up whether or not we get to update the 40-40 counter every single day or not. Uh, As far as the rest of the Braves lineup, they were kind of searching for some hits. It has been a little bit troubling to see the amount of double plays that are getting bounced into. But again, we are dealing with, what, the first 11 games of the season. We know some of these hitters that aren't really up to their normal levels of production just yet are going to have some time to settle in, get on a run, and help carry this club. And the Braves lineup, I do feel, especially once they're able to get Harris back into the mix and get Travis Darno back into things, this is a lineup that still has a lot of potential, even if they haven't played up to it all the way throughout this homestand, Jake. Yeah, absolutely. Look, full strength. I still think this is one of the best lineups in all of baseball. I think the lineup they have right now is still one of the best lineups in all of baseball. It's just some of these guys, as you said, haven't gotten going yet. But yeah, I have no concerns about the long-term ability of this offense. They're going to hit a lot. They're going to hit for power. Um, It just hasn't been there as much the last couple of days. But thankfully, it was there when it mattered the most on Monday night. Sean Murphy comes through with the home run. Yeah, take a walk-off home run. Those are always fun, but the Braves, they can score runs and punches. They're going to hit some home runs. We'll see how they're able to settle in in Game 2 because they're going to be in support of Kyle Wright for the first time this year. And we'll talk about tomorrow's pitching matchup after I tell you about our new sponsor, So Rare, a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from all 30 Major League Baseball teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience as they collect, buy, sell, and compete with player cards against global opponents to win big rewards and win or lose. You still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today and win those epic rewards. That's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. Now, as far as what the Braves are going to be starting on Tuesday, it's going to be right-hander Kyle Wright making his season debut He was held back in spring training thanks to a cortisone injection he got in January. It had him a little bit behind schedule. He made one rehab start in Gwinnett, tossed six innings, 80-plus pitches, gave up a handful of runs, picked up some strikeouts. But I think all in all, the big thing was, how did Kyle Wright look and how did he feel after that? I talked to the man himself earlier last week, and he said he was feeling good and ready to make his next start no matter where it came. If it's in Atlanta, he was ready for it. If it's in Gwinnett, he was going to be ready for that. But fortunately... It's for the big league club. He won 21 games last year, 319 ERA across 30 starts. Jake, I think it's very important for the Braves to have Kyle Wright back in this rotation, particularly now when there are so many question marks in some of the other spots. Yeah, and it's a big, big year for Kyle Wright. I mean, to bounce, you know, to to come back after what he did last year, 21 game winner. 
you know, still need to see it again. I think the verdict's still out there on him a little bit. So want to see him come back, have, you know, maybe not this first one, obviously going to be a little bit rusty, but just a year going forward. Want to see Kyle Wright uh, really build upon what was a great season for him in 2022. So glad to see him back out there. He's going to be a big part of this rotation. And again, yes, like you said, with all the uncertainties that they have right now, really would feel good to have Kyle Wright come out, have a good start, and really start to impact this rotation and set himself up for a good season. It'll be Kyle Wright, the right-hander for the Braves, against Randy Luis Sessa of the Cincinnati Reds. He went five and a third innings with a couple of strikeouts, a couple of runs allowed against the Chicago Cubs in his only start this year. Spent a lot of time, I believe, last year working in relief, getting the opportunity to start for the Reds here to begin the season. For Kyle Wright, I think it's very simple. Go out there, do the things that you did last year that made you successful. And I guess to your point, Jake, just go ahead and prove to everybody that you are exactly who you showed last year and getting started on the right foot, no pun intended, with a victory would go a long way towards both giving the Braves a chance to bounce back in this homestand and win a series and also give them some momentum heading into an off day on Thursday and then heading out onto the road where they'll head up to Kansas City. But all of that is a little while later on. And we'll be talking about all of that, of course, on the Braves postcast in due time. But on this night, it was a 5-4 victory for the Braves in walk-off fashion thanks to Sean Murphy's home run. I mentioned this on Twitter. I'm going to mention it here. First home run by a Murphy in a Braves uniform since July 31st, 1990. It was Dale Murphy against the San Diego Padres. Last home run he hit in a Braves uniform. Dale Murphy was in the park on Monday night to watch Sean Murphy walk off the Reds. I think that's pretty cool. A full circle moment right there. And a Braves victory makes them 7-4 and four on the season. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Braves Postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. We appreciate you making us part of your baseball regimen. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked On Sports Atlanta on YouTube and to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. For Jake Mastroianni, I'm Grant McCauley. Thanks for joining us here tonight. Once again, your final score, Braves 5 and the Reds 4. A walk-off win for Atlanta. We'll catch you tomorrow after Game 2 of the series. And until then, so long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias, DC Lundberg, Ryan Finkelstein, Taylor Blake Ward, host of Locked On Yankees, Locked On Mariners, Locked On Mets, Locked On Angels, and you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 